Welcome back to the 21 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, Colt White. Last couple of weeks of May here, and very busy weeks, this one included. This episode will be the qualifiers to the Speed Horse Graham Paint and Appaloosa Futurity from Remington Park, and also the Sam Houston Futurity and the Sam Houston Juvenile Qualifiers here for, I believe, June 4th will be the finals for those two races. Later on in the week for the second episode, we'll look at the finals of a bunch of races, including the Old South Derby and Futurity. They also have the Mother's Day stakes, I believe, at Delta Downs coming up. Three stakes races at Remington Park to look at, a pair at Farmington, and a lot more to talk about. So we'll get right into it right after this. This episode is brought to you by Graded Stakes Producing Sire, one valiant hero standing at Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma. The son of Valiant Hero was an earner of 389000 on the track and is the sire of Grade 3 winner Love is Everything V. Also the sire of You Buy I Fly with lifetime earnings of 105000 and graded stakes placed a Valiant Diamond with lifetime earnings of nearly 80000 One Valiant Hero has average earnings per starter of $28,000 and 62% of his starters have found their way to the winner's circle. Don't miss out on breeding to One Valiant Hero. With a stud fee of $2,000 this year, contact Dunn Ranch and get your breeding today. So to kick this episode off, we'll look at the 10 qualifiers to the Speed Horse Graham Paint and Appaloosa Futurity. The finals will be on May 28th, closing night at Remington Park, distance of 350 yards. This is shaping up to be quite the final here in the Speed Horse Gram, just like always every year pretty much. Last year was the richest edition of the Speed Horse Gram, but we'll get into this year with trial number one. We have two qualifiers from this one. The winner was the eight, WL, You Ain't No Cowboy. He had the fifth fastest time of the night. He's sired by Painted Turnpike out of Texas Four Winds by Texas Hero. On by Wade and Susan Leggett. Eddie Willis, the trainer, and the jockey, Rolando Rodales. Already the fourth start of the year for WL, you ain't no cowboy. As he has made about 19000 now. Ran second in his trial for the Oklahoma Paint and Appaloosa Futurity. Ended up fourth in the juvenile back in March. Broke his maiden on April 22nd before winning his trial heat here over the weekend. And he had the final time of 350 in 17.857. That was an 84 speed index, winning it by a head over the fifth fastest, or excuse me, sixth fastest qualifier, BF Hannah's Wagon, who was in the five hole. This is a gelding by Little Cool Wagon out of Hannah's Treasure by Country Quick Dash. Benjamin Frausto, the owner, Bill Valdivia trains, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. This was the second start of the year for BF Hannah's Wagon. Broker broke his maiden on March 19th at Remington before running second in this trial. He'd hear 11,100 in earnings for BF Hannah's Wagon out of trial number one. The fastest trial was the second trial, won by the 10, Signs of Live Wire. It's a Colt by CRM Live Wire out of Signs of PYC by PYC Painter Wagon. Owned by Jeff Adams, D. Keener the Trainer, and Jesus Salazar with the ride. Three for three this year. 
is Signs of Live Wire. He won the trials and the finals of the Oklahoma Paint and Appaloosa Futurity back in March. Just cruised on to victory in this one over the weekend. He's got 97000 in earnings so far. He covered the 350 in 17.420 seconds. That's a 96 speed index in the final margin, three lengths for Signs of Live Wire. Got the jump on this field and never looked back. Proved that he was better. And a really impressive time, especially for a paint here with a 17.4 for the 350. He won it over the seventh fastest qualifier, number six, PFR Quickwire. This is a gelding by CRM Live Wire out of Quick Katie by Country Quick Dash. Painted Faith Racing, the owners, D. Keener, the trainer, and the jockey, James Flores. Another one with four starts so far this year in PFR Quickwire. Won a trial for the Oklahoma Paint and Appaloosa Futurity. Was fifth in the juvenile for that one. Ended up eighth in the trials for the American Paint Classic before this runner-up finish here in PFR Quickwire with 7,400 in earnings so far. Finishing third was the ninth fastest qualifier, number nine, Electric Tails. She's by Wagon Tails out of Sparketta by CRM Livewire. Kyle and Kelly Taylor, the owners, Ty Blackwell, the conditioner, and the jockey, Francisco Calderon. Electric Tail, still a maiden after four career starts, was third in the Oklahoma Paint Trials, ended up eighth in the finals of that one, was runner-up in a maiden on April the 15th at Remington, before finishing third here in this trial heat to make the Speed Horse Graham. Nearly 15,000 earnings for Electric Tails heading into the Speed Horse Finals. And then we have the final qualifier from trial number two. That was the three, RP Dirty Barracuda, with the 10th fastest time overall on the night. She's by Barracuda. Out of RPIN Colors by INU. I'm by Roy Perkins, Ray Inlow, the trainer, Cody Wayne Scott aboard the Maiden, another four time starter so far. This one was fourth in the Oklahoma Paint Trials, second in the American Paint Classic Trials before running 10th in the finals on April 30th, and then put up this fourth place finish here. So, 10th fastest time for RP Dirty Barracuda. She qualifies to yet another. Futurity at Remington Park. Trial number three. The winner was the two. Saltwire. The fourth fastest time of the night. This is owned by Russell Troll, Casey Willis, the trainer, and the jockey Cody Wainscott. Salt wires by CRM Livewire out of Fantastic Follies by PYC Paint Your Wagon. Two for two now is Salt Wire. One try for the Oklahoma Paint and Appaloosa Futurity. Qualified to the Juvenile, I believe. Or it might have been the finals of the Futurity. I can't remember exactly, but ended up scratching from those finals before picking up this win here. Almost 15,000 in earnings for Salt Wire out of Trial 3. And we have three more qualifiers in the fourth and final trial of the Speed Horse Graham. The winner was the six, Livewire's Turnpike, who had the second fastest time of the night. He's a gelding by CRM Livewire, out of Wagon on Turnpike by PYC Painter Wagon. On by Brian Hawk, Ty Blackwell, the trainer, and the jockey, Cody Smith. Livewire's Turnpike, with five starts this year, three of those wins, was third in the Oklahoma Paint Trials, ended up winning the Juvenile, and his trial for the American Paint Classic was third in the American Paint Classic finals before picking up this win here. And another impressive win for Livewire's Turnpike after 
not getting the best of starts. According to the chart, he started sixth in this race, ended up winning it by a length with a time of 17.621, a 90 speed index, and did it over the nine. PFR, Corona, and Lime, who was third fastest on the night. She's by Corona's Leaving You, out of PHQ, Princess Steph by Country Quick Dash. All by Painted Faith Racing, Dick Keener, the trainer, and Jesus Salazar with the call. Three starts so far for PFR, Corona, and Lime. Was third in the Oklahoma Paint Futurity Trials in March. Fourth in a maiden a couple of weeks after that, before finishing second in this trial heat here. So she's still a maiden heading into the finals, but the D. Keener barn has been hot this year, so you never know. And one more to look at. Third place finisher number one, Turnpiker's Eagle, who was the eighth fastest of the night. Turnpiker's Eagle, a gelding by one fabulous eagle out of Paint Me Turnpike by PYC Paint Your Wagon. Owned by the estate of Nolan Peavy House, D. Keener the trainer, and Ricky Ramirez had the call. Four starts for Turnpiker's Eagle, was fourth in the Oklahoma Paint Trials at first asking, ran ninth in the finals of that, and then has ran third the last two times, a maiden race and the trial here for the Speed Horse Graham. 11,700 earnings for Turnpiker's Eagle, the eighth fastest qualifier to the Speed Horse Graham Paint in Appaloosa Futurity. And again, the finals May 28th at Remington Park on closing night, the grade one event, one of the most prestigious paint futurities in the country. So congratulations to the top 10 qualifiers. It should be a great final shaping up with signs of Livewire and Livewire's Turnpike in the finals. And we will, of course, talk about that on closing night here in a couple of weeks. Joining me now is a fairly new trainer compared to some of the others I've had on the show over the last few years, but he did saddle the fastest qualifier to the Sam Houston Futurity over the weekend, JMGA Political Capo. Please welcome Raul Rodriguez Jr. All right. First of all, can you tell us how you got into the horse business and what it was that made you want to become a trainer? I just uh, followed up in his footsteps. I loved being outside with the horses ever since I was little. I first of all dreamed of being a jockey, but uh, then over time I figured I was too dangerous, so I just decided to stay, stay on the ground and just follow my dad's footsteps of being a trainer. Now, how long have you been training now, and what are some of your favorite parts of doing it? Uh, it's been about my third, second year. I got my license at 18 years. Obviously, I've been a groom for almost about five years, and I've gotten a uh, good experience over the years. And uh, my favorite part is just, I guess, those 15 minutes when you're up in the paddock saddling a horse and uh, just the thrill of it, of watching your horse uh, do good. And just, it's a great feeling just to, well, to see your horses run because, you know, you're, you're the only one that works with them, and you see the progress, how they come from so little to so big. And uh, it's just an unexplainable feeling. Yeah, they say if you don't get nervous those 15 minutes before the race, you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now let's talk about JMGA Political Capo. What has he been like to work with? Uh, he's, been a, he's been a great horse. He was a, a little gutsy horse. He's a, he is a, a colt, so you know you have to have your patience with him. But uh, he's, come, he's come pretty far ever since the beginning. You know, he was a late uh, in December as a yearling and it was kind of iffy kind of putting him in the first uh, first two fraternities in the year you know 
work with them a lot. And he's just, he's been an incredible horse. He's done everything right ever since I asked him. You know, he, he is a little, uh, he still has some minor defects, but he works, he improves every, every time he races. Now, what would you say has changed about this Colt since the first time out when he qualified to that Louisiana Downs Futurity earlier this year? Uh, I guess just his, he's become more secure. He's uh, pushed forward. Um, he still tends to go to the inside rail, but uh, he pushes forward now every time. Um, he's just become more secure of himself. and He's just, I guess he's becoming what he's known for. Now, how confident were you heading into the trials with him, and what were your overall thoughts on his trial performance and how easy he made it look the other night? Actually, it was kind of iffy about the trials. I mean, you check the entries, and uh, well, you see what horses you're up against. You see what gate you get. And, um, well, he drew the inside post of uh, gate six, and I believe he was also running with the, with the runner-up of the Louisiana Downs Fraternity Post for his dynasty. But eventually he was scratched for um, – personal reasons i don't know why but um it was kind of iffy yeah and i was just uh concerned since he was uh yeah i got him fourth in his first out right there in sam houston and he looked pretty spooked since it was his first time racing in the night uh but eventually the day of the race he walking up to walking him up to the paddock he lifted his tail up he knew where he was going he in the holding barn he stood very great he didn't pay attention to anything now when he when he drew off, he just he drew, and thank God we, were, we made it to the finals. Like you said, he has a tendency to go to that inside rail, kind of like he did in his trial the other night. He's He's got to be pretty tough if he can straighten out here in the finals in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see if he could straighten him out, maybe change the bridle, do a little minor um, details on him, see if we can get him to run a straight race. Anything would help, so try to make it the best race possible. And one last thing for you here. What else can we expect to see him pointed towards this year if you have a plan for him already? Well, first we're going to see how he comes out in the finals. Hopefully he does good. And I don't know, we might end up paying him later in the Dash for Cash fraternity. Or who knows, might pay him up late to the Redozo Rainbow fraternity. It just depends how he comes out and the horse will tell us by We'll just have to play it by ear. In 1993, Dr. John West showed that EIPH occurs during exercise when blood vessels in the lungs rupture. This is due to stress caused by high blood pressure on the inside of the vessels and strong suction forces on the outside. Only flare strips and Lasix, used together or alone, have been clinically proven to reduce EIPH. Lasix works by reducing the high internal pressures and flare strips work by reducing the suction forces on the outside. See the science at flarestrips.com. When a horse breathes in during exercise, a strong suction force is exerted on the outer walls of the fragile pulmonary capillaries. Think of it like a vacuum cleaner in the air sacs of the lungs, pulling on the outside walls of the capillaries. This, combined with high blood pressures inside the capillaries, causes the capillaries to rupture, resulting in EIPH. By reducing resistance when breathing in, flare strips turn down the suction on the vacuum cleaner in the lungs to reduce EIPH. See the evidence at flarestrips.com.
Moving on to the qualifiers of the Sam Houston Futurity and the Sam Houston Juvenile. The finals are June 4th at Sam Houston Race Park. 330 yards the distance, and we'll go day by day here, starting with day one, of course, of the trials. Day one in trial one. Four qualifiers out of the opening trial. The winner was the five, Ponte Trucha, with the fifth fastest time overall to the Sam Houston Futurity. This is a gelding by DePonte out of Apolitical Dasher by Apolitical Jess. Armando Cortez, the owner, Jose, Josue Huitron, the trainer, and the jockey, Roberto Orozco. Three for three now. This Ponte Trucha was a winner in the trials of the Louisiana Downs Futurity in March. Ended up winning the grade two finals and picked up a third win over the weekend. Ponte Trucha with the time of 17.107 and 89 speed index, winning it by a length and a quarter over the ninth fastest overall qualifier to the Futurity, number 10, Rink. Rink is sired by Tempting Dash, out of Jess Amy by feature Mr. Jess, Dyke Racing, the owners, Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer, and the jockey, Jose Herbert. Still a maiden in two starts is Rink, he was fifth in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials at Remington Park at first asking, and then ended up second here this time. 3,200 in earnings so far. Had a pretty nice work to prepare for the trials here in the Texas Bread Rink. Of course, ninth fastest overall. Qualifying to the Juvenile was number one Valiant Lancer with the 18th overall time. This is a gelding by Valiant Hero out of Race Princess by Corona Cartel. Jesus Ramos, the owner. Wendy Garcia, the trainer. And the jockey, Modesto Pena. Valiant Lancer, a pair of starts, was fifth in a maiden at Sam Houston on April 23rd before picking up this third-place finish in a spot in the Juvenile for 75000 And one more from Trial 1. That's the two. Significant impact with the 19th overall time. Making the juvenile, she's by Ivory James out of Jess Significant by Mr. Jess Perry. Chase at Farms, LLC, the owners, Raul Galvin Trains, and the jockey, Brian Candidosa. Significant impact. That was the only start. This fourth place finish earns a spot in the juvenile. Had a nice work at Delta Downs, working towards these trials here. And we'll move on to trial two. Only one qualifier out of trial two. The 10th overall fastest to the futurity. That's Moon and Deluxe. Moon and Deluxe is a cult by Moon and the Eagle out of Corona Deluxe by Corona Cartel. Bertha and Sergio Ortega, the owners, Jorge Mendoza, the trainer, and Brian Candanosa with the ride. Three career starts now for Moon and Deluxe. Was eighth in a maiden at Remington Park in April. Ended up third in a maiden at Remington about 11 days after that, or nine days after that, I should say, and there was a winner here in the trials in his third asking. Moon and Deluxe covered the 330 yards in 17.316 seconds and 82 speed index, winning it by three quarters of a length over CF, CS Fierro and Daddy Caliente. Neither of those managed to qualify. Trial three was the fastest of night number one. The winner was the 10 JLC Payaso Ed. This is a gelding by Strawflies Eagle out of BT Flair by Game Patriot. Omar Morel is the owner. Joel Cantu, the trainer, and the jockey, Louise Ruiz. That was the second start for JLC. Payaso Ed was fifth in the trials for the Louisiana Downs Futurity in March. 
broke his maiden here pretty impressively too over a really nice horse and one we'll talk about here in a second. A 17.051 was the fastest time that night, a three-quarter length win with a 90 speed index for JLC Payaso Ed over the two, who was the heavy favorite, Jesse Louisiana, who was sixth fastest to the Futurity overall. Jesse Louisiana, a gelding by Louisiana Cartel out of Jesse by Mr. Jess Perry. Elizar Martinez, the owner, Raul Galvin trains, Louise Vivanco with the ride. Jesse Louisiana was the winner in the Mardi Gras Futurity Trials, ended up fourth in the Grade 2 Mardi Gras Finals, and finished second here in the Sam Houston Trials. I had her as my pick, or excuse me, him as my pick in the Mardi Gras Finals on top, and also on top here in this trial heat. So JLC, JLC Payaso Ed and Jesse Louisiana have Trial 3, and you'll have to skip all the way to Trial 7 to find another qualifier from Night 1. That was... The six out of this one, Orbison, 15th fastest overall, making the juvenile a colt by one fabulous eagle out of Shazumba by Shazoom. Tyke racing the owners, Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer, and the jockey, Jose Herbert. One for one now is Orbison. One is first out here in the trials pretty impressively, winning it by two and a half in this one with a time of 17, 336, and 82 speed index, winning it over. Conejo, Malo, and Apolitical Dynamite and American Metal, who were my other two picks there, running third and fourth in that trial. So Orbison should be pretty tough to beat in the juvenile for 75000 if he can run it like that again. He ended up paying $17.80 on the win alone. And two more to talk about from day one. From trial eight, the winner was the three, Little Kevin. 16th fastest overall, making the juvenile a cult by KVN Corona out of Valiant Strawfly by Valiant Hero. Paragon Farms, LLC, the owners, trained by James Lackey and the jockey, Nestor Duran. Another one that's one for one now, Little Kevin, after the Sam Houston trial. They covered the 330 and 17, 356, an 81 speed index, winning it by a neck. Over the 20th fastest overall qualifier, Gone Grand, the seven. He's by FTD going grand out of trashy, trashy Trace by Trace Says. Bit of a tongue twister there. Jose Camacho, the owner and trainer, Elizar Vera with the ride. That was the first start for Gone Grand, too. That second place finish. Heading into the juvenile. So we'll move on to day two of the Sam Houston qualifiers. For this $700,000 estimated final grade two. Joining me now is owner of Speed Horse Graham Paint and Appaloosa Futurity Qualifier, WLU Ain't No Cowboy. Please welcome Wade Luggett. Well, first of all, let's talk WLU Ain't No Cowboy. What can you tell us about him, first of all? Well, um, he's small. He's, uh, I think, in the trials. Uh, the other night, he weighed 880 pounds. I mean, he was the smallest horse in the, in the trials. He's little. Um, he's, kind of, he's a late baby. He's a May baby, um, you know. But you can't miss Remington, you know. And so, but being small and and in great confirmation and stuff, so we felt good about about running him and, and uh, you know pushing him a little bit early, you know, than than skipping Remington with him. And uh, you know, but uh, he's he's he, I mean, he comes from probably one of our best mares we've ever had. My name Texas Soul Wins. Um, who's had 
multiple stakes winners, multiple champions. Um, you know, so um, you know, it's just it's just it comes from a great, great bottom side, you know, and then playing a turnpike on the top. So you know, doesn't doesn't get a lot better than that. Oh, you're right about that. No, what was he like to raise, and has he changed very much since he's been put into training? No, not really. I mean, he was. I pulled him when he was being born. In fact, uh, Matt Whitekiller was there at my house looking at some yearlings, and uh, we were standing out in the pasture, and uh, I looked over and I was like, "That she was the mare." This mama was laying down, and I was like, "I said, Matt, I said, I said, is there something sticking out of the back there? I said, I think she's having that baby." And we both looked there, and I was like, well, she is. So we ran over there, and uh, she was already down pushing, so I just teased that behind her, pulled him right there. Um, you know, Matt videoed, Matt videoed the whole thing. And, and uh, anyways, so, of course, Matt, the first thing he says is, you going to sell him? And I was like, well, I don't know, possibly, you know. And, and uh, you know, but as far as temperament-wise, I mean, he was always pretty gentle. That mare is – his mama is very friendly bear, um, you know, and, and he has that same temperament about it, you know, and just um, easy going, you know, has a lot of want to um, and everything. And, and honestly, I was going to sell him and had priced him to some people. And I know they thought I was a little high on him or whatever, and that's fine. And, and uh, originally he was going to go to uh, Jeff Dean. And uh, so Jeff called me and says, I want that horse to train. I was like, well, I think I'm going to sell him. He's like, no, don't sell him. And uh, anyways, and so uh, he said, I'm going to come get him. I said, he, I, he said, I want to run him. I said, okay. And uh, so I said, come get him. So him and Rolando, the, you know, the jockey, they came and picked him up. And uh, I mean, I think that day or whatever, I mean, he wanted him. So it kind of taught me how to sell him or whatever. And uh, anyways, and so they broke him and got him ready and everything like that. And, I mean, of course, no Jeff. Unfortunately, got a bad test there at Claremore, and so I had to do something else. So they just they just kept the horse, and uh, I told him, I said, oh, I'm sending to Eddie because my other horse is with Eddie. And so I called Eddie and told him the situation. He said, man, if they can just keep on going with him, then, uh, you know, he said, because I don't have any more stalls right now, and we'll go to Remington. He said, we'll bring him up here. So Jeff's like, hey, you know, we'll just we'll just keep getting ready and everything and Rolando and, and uh, all that. And they loved him. They were working the horse. Horses working great. And they thought he, you know, had some, some talent or whatever. So, uh, anyway, so I, when I sent him to Eddie there, I, I asked Eddie, I said, hey, I said, you know, I said, here's the deal. I said, Rolando has spent all this time breaking this horse. I said, you know, and was supposed to get to riding this year. I said, would you have a problem letting Rolando ride this horse? And he said, nope, not a bit. He said, you know, he said, I know he's putting all the work on him. And uh, so, I, so I told Rolando, I said, hey, and he said he can ride him. I said, you're going to have to go galloping for him, you know, and everything. I said, no, I don't, I don't feel like we should ask him to do all that. Then you go ride him, you know, and stuff. And he said, hey, no problem. I'll go, I'll go do it. And so anyway, so that's how that kind of all panned out there or whatever. And, uh, anyway, so, and, and why Eddie has a horse or whatever. But, um, you know, he's just, he, he's a good horse. He's just small. You know, I was real nervous. When we ran him in the, the maiden race out before this, going 3.30, because he is so little. And uh, I thought, man, the distance is going to get him. Because he's kind of been caught his first couple of races or whatever. And I just don't really think he had it all quite figured out yet, you know. And uh, 
so I was a little nervous about, you know, the 330, and, and uh, anyways, they ran that race, whatever, and I mean, he just annihilated them, you know, and, and was pulling away, so kind of opened me up, I was like, oh, this sucker's going to be able to go down and track some, so I felt a lot better going into the Graham trials with him, I knew he'd break it, I mean, because the horse has never, I mean, not broke it, I mean, this is kind of in that family, they're all notorious for, for being great gate horses, you know, and uh, so anyway, so when he when he ran that trial there, or whatever, and won, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised at all, you know, and stuff. And uh, anyways, Orlando said he really didn't get a hold of the track that well. It was kind of slipping going down through there, and uh, you know, but still dug in and, and got the win. Yeah, had a real clean trip and just rolled on, did his job, and started to finish yeah. in that one. Is there anything you'd like to see him do better though in the finals? I guess get a hold of that track a little better, hopefully. Yeah, get a hold of the track a little bit better, you know. I mean, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to leave there, you know. I mean, like he does, you know, and uh, you know, get a good clean trip, you know, and and you know, I don't I don't know if we can outrun, uh, you know, uh, uh, D's horse or, or or Matt's horse, you know, the those two there, you know, uh, are. I mean, those, those things are the real deal, you know, and stuff. But honestly, I mean, I think we have a good shot to run third, you know. I mean, I think we have some luck and things go, go our way, you know. I mean, I, I think we could pull off an upset, you know. Just, you know, if the horse runs, leaves the way he did, and, and you know, it usually does and, and everything, you know. I mean, he, he might be able to, to, to do it, you know. So, um, you know, but, I mean, time, time will tell for sure, you know. But, uh um, you know, not a, not a whole lot different, you know, than what he does. Just, you know, a good clean break and, and you know, and come catch me if you can catch me. Right. You know? Well, at the end so, of the day, it's a horse race and they're all two-year-olds, so you never know what, what might happen. Never know. never know. I won the speed horse fraternity up there at Tulsa, and we were like a 40-to-1 long shot, and he left there just, I mean, left there running, and they couldn't catch him. You know, they just yeah. they ran out of track. You know, to catch him because he left, he got out so well. So you know, so I'm kind of, kind of hoping for, for that same type of deal. So same thing happened to me. His half sister won the Oklahoma Paint Fraternity, and she wasn't supposed to win it. And uh, Gr was riding her, and uh, anyways, and, and that filly could leave. And buddy, she left there, and they were. I mean, she, she wasn't the fastest thing in there, but she left so well, they ran out of track. You know. Yeah. You know, and so. You know, so I have that. I think we have that going for us—the way the horse leaves the gates well and stuff. So you know, to our advantage, you know, if we can just just hang on. One last thing for you here: for those that don't know, your dad managed to win that Speed Horse Graham a few years back. So what would that mean to you to be able to win that and the most probably the prestigious paint race in the country? Well, uh, I, it'd probably break me down to be honest with you. So because uh, he bred this horse and. and you know, and uh, then passed away before, uh, you know, before he got to see it there or whatever. And, and if, if the horse did win it, I mean, it, it probably, it probably break it down. You know, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't think I could hold my emotions. You know, just, you know, because I know what it mean to him, and and uh, you know, and and it would be, it'd be awesome, and and you know, but. <laughs> it gets <hit> me pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dunn Ranch, located in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Not only do they have an outstanding stallion light up that includes 2021 leading freshman sire, A Revenant, graded stakes producer Dashmaster Jess, 
Sire of Love is Everything V, One Valiant Hero, 2022 Freshman Sire, PYC Fun and Fancy, also graded stakes winner Constituent and Blood Money, who's also XC only at Dunn Ranch. They have an outstanding sales prep team, and they can take care of all your embryo transfer and XC needs and also provide a variety of full-out services. For more info on Dunn Ranch, visit any of their social medias or visit dunranch.com. They're one of the hardest-working crews that you'll find. Don't miss out on a breeding to any of their stallions before they all book full. Dunn Ranch. Success starts here. Look at day two for the Sam Houston Futurity. Start with trial one again. Pair of qualifiers out of this one. The winner was the two, LJ Lunalina. With the seventh fastest overall time to the Futurity, she's by KVN Corona out of Risen Eagle by one famous eagle. Jose Espinosa, the owner. Jose Lopez trains in Nestor Duran with the ride. One for one now is LJ Lunalina picking up 9000 for this trial effort, paying nearly $30 on a $2 win ticket. Had a final time of 17.280 seconds. That's an 83 speed index, winning it by a head over the one. Feature 5 bar, who was 11th fastest overall, making the juvenile. This is a Colt by 5 bar cartel out of the feature Mr. Jess Mayer, defining difference. Salazar Stables LLC, the owners, Yoni Martinez trains, Eddie Martinez with the qualifying ride. Feature 5 bar was a winner first time out in the Louisiana Downs Futurity Trials, ended up 8th in the Grade 2 Finals before this runner-up finish here to the upset winner. Trial two, one qualifier. The winner was the three Moonflash winners, who was 12th fastest overall, making the consolation. A Philly by first Moonflash out of winner's check by Gold to Go. This one's one for one now. Picked up that $9,000 check to get things started. The time was 17.299. That was an 83 speed index and a half-length win over Wagons Ho, 509. The heroine and BH counting on snow there in trial two. None of those managed to qualify, just Moonflash numbers. Skip to trial four. The winner was the five, Hot Tamale. It was the eighth fastest overall time to the Futurity, a cult by DuPonte out of Sriracha by Walk Through Fire. On by the Sandoval brothers, Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer, Victor Urieta Jr., had the qualifying ride. Hot Tamale with three starts so far, was third first time out in the Louisiana Downs Futurity Trials, ended up fifth in the grade two finals before picking up his maiden victory at Sam Houston this time. The time for 3.30 was 17.288 and 83 speed index once more, winning it by a length over Spamante and Namgis kissed the line. Neither of those managed to make the juvenile. Trial 7 produced one more qualifier. That was the 10. Ticket to the dance. 14th fastest making the consolation here. The gray son of Mr. Jess Perry out of Double Down Darling by Fisher's Dash on by Joe Ruiz Jr., Jose Camacho, the trainer, and Gilbert Ortiz had the qualifying ride. Another one that's one for one in Ticket to the Dance after this win. Just blazed on the outside to victory, winning it by a length and a half with a 17.333 as the time. 82 speed index after that clean break. You couldn't catch him for Ticket to the Dance. Won it over one famous wagon and Kings or Queens. The original second place finisher in this one was VF Just a Shaken, who ended up being disqualified after lugging in. 
Trial 8 produced by Corona Buy, who was fourth fastest to the Futurity, a cult by Ivory James out of Buy and Pearls by Dash and Buy. On by Carlos Ponce, Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer, and the jockey Victor Urieta Jr. Three for three is by Corona Buy. He won his trial and the final for the Grade 2 West Texas Futurity at Sunland Park in March and April for picking up this win here to make yet another Futurity this year for by Corona Buy. The time of 3.30 was 17.067, a 90 speed index, winning it by two lengths over Eagle Powers, SWS 23, and Ruse Blood in trial number eight. Trial nine produced two qualifiers. The winner was the five Pink Kiss, who was third fastest overall to the Futurity. She's by Kiss My Hawks out of Pink Cartel by Jet Cartel. On by Heavy Hitters Racing Stables and Triple R Racing Stables, Jason Driver, the trainer, Nestor Duran was the qualifying mount. Three starts now in Pink Kiss. Was seventh in the trials for the Oklahoma Futurity in March in Oklahoma City. Ran second in the Maiden at Remington Park a couple of weeks after that. So much improved. And then picked up her first win in the trials here. 12,600 in earnings for Pink Kiss who covered the 330 in 17.066. That's a 90 speed index, winning it by a length and, a, and three quarters. Over number seven, eyeing a good time, who was 17th fastest to make the juvenile. This one's by DePonte, out of Miss Wide Open by special effort. Juan Sandoval, the owner, Juan Diaz Jr. trains, Victor Urieta Jr. with the qualifying ride. Eyeing a good time with three starts now. Was sixth in the trials for the Louisiana Downs Futurity. Ended up second in a maiden at Sam Houston April 23rd, two races back before another second-place finish here. So eyeing a good time with a spot in the consolation. A couple of more to talk about for the Sam Houston Futurity, including the overall fastest qualifier out of the final trial of the weekend. That's JMG Apolitical Capo, a gelding by Capo de Capi, out of gold ounce by Apolitical Jess. Maria Solis, the owner and breeder, Raul Rodriguez, the trainer, and the jockey, Luis Vivanco. Four career starts now for JMGA Political Capo. Was second in the trials for the Louisiana Downs Futurity at first asking. Ended up seventh in the grade two finals on April 3rd. Fourth in the maiden at Sam Houston on April 22nd and broke his maiden in great fashion here. Still showed a little bit of that greenness to him. He had the final time of 17.005, a 92 speed index, wanted a length and three quarters. He lugged in there about halfway through the race, but luckily he was well clear of the others and did not get sat down out of this final trial. He won it over the 10. Lady Valiant, who was 13th fastest overall, making the consolation. She's by Valiant Hero out of financial leverage by Mr. Jess Perry. Owned by Romeo Morales, Juan Diaz Jr., the trainer, the jockey, Victor Urieta Jr. Two starts now this year for Lady Valiant. Was fourth in the trials for the Oklahoma Futurity at Remington Park before this second place finish here. Has picked up about 3500 in earnings so far. Chased on the outside. Was definitely second best in this one because she was three quarters in front of St. Pat's Hawks and I like some sass in this one. So, those are your qualifiers to the Sam Houston Futurity and the Juvenile. Finals are June 4th and of course we'll look at those finals when the time comes. Congratulations to all the qualifiers. And best of luck in the June 4th final. So pretty quick episode for this first one of the week, just looking at the qualifiers with these few interviews here. But if you're looking for a long interview to take up a good chunk of your time, make sure you click on the second episode I'll have out this week. It'll have a dozen stakes races on it, including 
three from Delta Downs, four from Sam Houston, three from Remington Park, and two from Sunray in New Mexico. So stay tuned for that, and I'll talk to you all next time. Thanks for listening.